Good evening and welcome to The Odd Couple. I'm Jason Utah. I'm Alan Joseph. And welcome to an absolutely crazy week. And uh, we're in the middle of coronavirus, or maybe the beginning of corona, coming to South <laughs> Africa. Uh, there's widespread panic. And so, yeah, today was quite a challenging day, Rabbi. I don't know how you found it. I think every day we're living at the moment in crazy times. The speed that things are happening, um, it's, it's not even day by day. It's more becoming hour by hour at the moment. It is a fast-paced, chaotic world out there. 100%. So I, want, I had a question for you, but um, I was actually sent a question by a friend of mine, Craig. And I'd like to play the question and then we can see... Um, if the parsha has got anything that can help us through the corona mm. situation this week. So, challenge, yes, accepted. challenge accepted. Good. Here's the question from Craig. My question is as follows. Well, it's not really a question. It's just a statement in terms of what I've been thinking. But I see this as, an, as it's all about control. Jason mentioned control this morning. It made me think. He said, we've just lost control. We've, there's no control. Governments are trying to control their countries. They're trying to reduce interest rates to stabilize economies. We're not in control. We have to just realize that we, have, we are not in control. And if God is our ultimate father, and he is the master of the control, then we have to say, as a child, we have to say, okay, I acknowledge that. And I appreciate that. And I'm adjusting my relationship with, to you in some way to acknowledge that and to to just say like how are we going to take one step closer to the father that he's like that he that he saying, sees please us listen, yeah please listen. if he's saying please listen to me for a change then we have to say okay i actually am listening to it will still happen but like for our own sanity we have to just say i'm going to strengthen my relationship with you and i'm going to just acknowledge that i'm not in control and move forward in that blot, and I think we'll just be happier. So, yeah, we were involved in a discussion today, and I said, well, let's record this. So it wasn't necessarily a question. It speaks about the father, the father giving you something and a little nudge all the time to say, well, don't forget me. Yeah. So, you know, it's so, it's so interesting. I, I've been thinking a lot about it. Obviously, there's been lots of discussions and lots of people making different statements and assumptions and reasons and throwing out different things. You know, what do we learn from this virus? What are some lessons? So I think, I think there are some amazing things that we can um, learn from it and take from it. And I was, I was thinking, we found ourselves, we're still in the month of Adar. Yeah. Adar means like Hashem is hidden, Hashem is with us, Hashem is always there. We look at the Purim story, we know that there's a reference to Hashem, but he was hidden. He was there guarding all the events, but we know that he was hidden. This week's parasha, so you asked, how do we relate it to this week's parasha? So I'll tell you what I was thinking. This week's parasha is Vayakel Pekude. It's a double parasha. It's actually the longest, when we join two parashas together, it's the longest double parsha that we have but it's all a lot of it is a repetition about the vessels that we use um in in the mishkan in hashem's dwelling palace in this world a lot of it is about the clothes that the kohanim wear very strange as we mentioned before very strange things doesn't seem to have much relevance 
to us in this world today. All the clothes that the Kohanim wear, you know, we don't really have those clothes anymore because we don't have a temple. Yeah. All of the vessels that they used to use, we don't have a temple. So what's the relevance? So I was, I was thinking maybe, maybe of an idea like this. The coronavirus is interesting. The reason why it's called coronavirus is because corona actually means crown. The virus, if you look at pictures, has these little things popping up all around it, and they look like little crowns around the whole thing. And what he is it? Who wears the crown? Who wears a crown? A king. Hamelech, the king. Yeah, the king wears a crown. What's the message? Interesting. The Gemara tells us in Megillah that when we read the story of Purim, Hashem's name is not mentioned anywhere in the Megillah. But it says there is a reference to Hashem. Whenever it says the word Hamelech, instead of Hamelech HaChashverosh, if it just says the word Hamelech, it's referring to the ultimate king. And who is that? To Hashem. Hashem is the ultimate king, and it's referring to him in a hidden way as Hamelech, as the king. The Kohanim, what was their purpose? Their purpose was role models for us. To do what? To show us how we should serve Hamelech, the king. That's that's what all the vessels were for. So I was thinking, maybe that this whole coronavirus, as you correctly said, is all about Hamelech, the king. It's all about Hashem. Now take it one step further. That I just it just occurred to me now. Pesach, right? We're coming up this guy. We're coming up to Pesach, and what do we know about Pesach? We know we came out of. We eat matzah, yes, right? Uh, you, you know, they say matzah is great for the coronavirus. Cause I've heard right so. Under the door. <laughs> it's right under the door, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was thinking, and it just occurred to me now maybe, that what's the message behind it? The whole thing of Pesach, the whole purpose, the whole message of the plagues was what? Hashem destroyed Egypt. He annihilated them for one purpose to show the Jewish people and to show the world that he is the ultimate ruler and the king of the world. That's what it was. Hamelech. Again, it's the theme of the king coming out. And you're so correct. This is something that people are putting in measures to try and control it. Countries are shutting down. We're shutting down. As you said, markets are shutting down. Yeah. And what's the message by, by, by everything shutting down is, as you said in that voice note, people are trying to take control. We have to realize as the Jewish people that the only control that there is, is Hashem. Hashem is the only one who controls this world. And our reliance has to be on him. Just like it says, Hamelech, the king. Just like it says in Pesach, that Hashem is the ultimate ruler of the world and just like we have in this week's parasha we have the message of that the that the kohanim all the vessels and all the clothes but i'll ask you this question okay and i think and i think maybe you'll be able to answer this for us it's it's very difficult for people to relinquish control and the question is why 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 is it so hard for people to give up control why is it that we have such a need to want to control everything all the time what do you think it is for me it boils down to fear because as soon as you give up control you are saying well 
I'm allowing, we want to call it providence to take over. So I need yes. to put trust into the system. I'm going to give up control and trust that the things will turn out the way that they should turn out. And oh. by stepping back and saying, listen, uh, this isn't in my control. You're almost actually accepting the fact that you are allowing the universe to come back to you and say, listen, we've got this and we'll manage and you'll be okay. And that we, the fear that we have, and we've spoken about it before, boils down to the fear. There's a couple of fears, but uh, the fear of loss. If I give up control, what am I going to lose? If I yeah. give up control, I have a fear of what sort of pains can I go through? And what is the outcome? We don't know the outcome. And I think uh, we always try to peer into the future. You always try to have a look and try and control where the future is going to take us. And that is where I think that we like to believe that we are in control, that we are in control of um, ourselves uh, with the world around us. But at the end of the day, there is one thing that we can control, I do believe. And we can control our reactions. Yes. Yes. And I think that's it's such a powerful message. That I think the reason why people do not like to relinquish control is because we like to control everything. We feel that it's ours and we need to control it. And if I can't control it, then what type of outcome is it going to have? And who's, you know, it's like, it's just like a ship without a captain. Who's going to be there? Yep. And what, and what I think Hashem is coming to teach us on a global level, on an on a, on a individual level, is that Hashem is the one in control, not us. We have to put our faith back in Hashem, not in man. We have relied for so long that we say, you know, I put my faith in this person. I put my faith in that person. I put my faith in this investment. I put my faith in that investment. And Hashem says, no, at the end of the day, the only thing you have is me. And this is Hashem's way of reminding us that he is there. He is with us. He's guiding us just like the Purim story. The Purim story, Hashem was hidden. You thought this lunatic Haman comes to power. He wants to wipe us out. And at the end of the day, what do we see when we look back? In retrospect, we see that Hashem was guarding the story the whole way. And I believe that one day we'll have the ability with this virus to look back and see how this was all the hand of Hashem as well. Everything was the hand of Hashem orchestrating such a beautiful symphony for us so that we can learn from it and that we can learn to get closer to Him. And I think that's exactly what your friend Craig was saying in that voice note. Sure. I think that's exactly I, I tend the to point. agree with you. I definitely do agree with you there. Yeah. And so I think it's a powerful message. Yeah. And I think the message maybe for ourselves is to challenge ourselves, to think about it, and to see, do we try to control everything? How much control do we have in our lives of the things around us? And when we can't control it, how do we respond? How do we react? Do we, do we have a tantrum? Do we throw our toys out the cot? What do we do? And, and, really, so yeah. and really in this challenging time, I think it really is quite interesting to see your reactions to it um, because it is all around. It's very in your yeah. face. And just notice what I would say is maybe even get out a little journal and notice your reactions. Journal what's going on for you because you, now that you know that you're not in control, 
Um, how, you, how do you feel about it? How do you face the world knowing that it's going on whether you do something about it or not? And notice Love the it. reactions because, again, there's going to be times in your business, there's going to be times in your life when you're not going to be in control and you're going to have those same feelings. Love it. Such a beautiful idea. Such cool. a beautiful So let's awesome. uh, leave, it, leave it there for this evening, hey? Leave it there, but let's take that message. Let's, let's start journaling. Let's look, let's look in our own lives what happens and let's learn these lessons. And I think the quicker we can learn the lessons, the faster we'll be able to fight this virus. Because once you learn the lessons, then it can go away because I've learned the lesson. I only, it only needs to be there so we can learn the lesson. As soon as we learned the lesson, then please God, everyone who has it will be healed. And uh, we should see the end of this major pandemic end very, very soon. And please God, we all can learn quickly. Amen to that. Have a lovely Have week. A beautiful Thank you to you as well. Thank you so much.